Traditional definitions of business, entrepreneurship, and success have historically been reserved for cishet white men. And home-based businesses are often run by the rest of us. Whether you're focused on finances, freedom, friendship, or fun within your business, you get to make the rules and define your own success. And that is feminist as fuck. Welcome to F-Words. Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm your life and business coach now. There's a lot of shame that comes with parenting, and I can speak to zero of it from personal experience. Though many of my clients have children, I do not. So while I can hold space for the various experiences, I've not gone through any of them myself. My bestie Laura, though, brought something to my attention that we decided needed to be shared. Shame about summer. Of course, there are so many places in which parents have ample opportunity to compare themselves to others and find ways they're doing it wrong, but summer is a special kind of bullshit. Because it's special, where there's more time available, supposedly. So today I'm sharing a conversation she and I had a few weeks ago about this very specific kind of parenting shame. Though we are coming to the end of summer in the Northern Hemisphere, the concepts are applicable all year round. And hopefully, if you're a parent, this helps to ease a little of your parenting shame. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, Laura has not been on the pod in a hot fucking minute, but she is here and we are talking about summer for moms because Laura's a mom and she also works at a school. And so like summer means means something very specific. Whereas for me, summer means I am hot and I don't want to leave my house. And that's like basically all that it means. (laughs) Um, But Laura, hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for letting me uh, share these thoughts that have been percolating to where I thought I need to say these things out loud to multiple people because I can't be the only one. And even if I am, it's always fascinating to hear other people's perspectives Yeah, when they're opposite yours. So what, tell me, tell me what it is that you've been thinking about with regard to this very specific, like part of the year and, and for a very particular period of time. Yeah, I have, this summer is very different for me than the last few summers. And I I did that. I orchestrated that because I knew that there were certain things I was needing because at the end of the summer, no matter how much I was trying to enjoy my summer, but also not put pressure on myself, but also not tell myself that I'm lazy, but also like all of these different things. I just was getting to the end of the summer and something felt like it was missing. And also something just didn't feel good. And some of it is telling yourself, just enjoy this, just read the book and don't feel lazy that you just read a book today and did nothing else or whatever, those types of things, which all of that I've received coaching on still receiving coaching on. Um, But the idea that as a parent, um, and someone who works at a school, I have the quote unquote, summer off, seems amazing. So great get to spend the summer with my kid, get to do whatever we want, whenever we want, enjoy it, go to the pool, go to the zoo, get snow cones, eat ice cream, 
all of these things, get all these projects done. And here's the fact, my son is 10. And so this is what, like my fourth summer I've had where don't work. He's not in school, whatever. And the fact is none of that shit happens ever. Most days it's drag myself out of bed. Finally, when I'm like, I have to get up now, I have to pee and I need to make sure my child's alive. And my child's like, playing a game or watching TV or reading or dancing or building Lego. And then it's okay. I guess I'll read a book. And then it's, Oh God, I have to feed him. Oh, I have to feed myself. Oh, I have to feed my whole family. Well, I don't have to, but whatever. And it just never felt good. Last time I made it ed educated, educated. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, decision to read as many books as possible. So that was like my focus on the summer. And I did, I read like, I don't know, 20 novels in addition to some other stuff. And it felt, it felt nice, but it still was hard. It was hard. I need structure. I need routine. So this summer I said, that's it. Going to create structure. I'm going to work this summer, work summer meals. We have summer meals where you can. Um, and so it's only working two or three hours a day, but it's still most weekdays. It still is a reason why I have to get dressed, leave the house. So I have to around that be structured. Mm -hmm. um then I signed my son up for a few different camps like a class this in the morning this week an afternoon class this week whatever so like there's things that are happening but we still have a very loose schedule still a lot of time and I found myself having the same goddamn thoughts mm. of I don't love summer because I see the parents on Instagram I see the parents on Facebook. I see the parents. Some of them are people that I, I really care about and I love. And they're like, I love summer. I love this popsicles and bare feet in the backyard. Oh, we're going into the garden and we're weeding. And oh, look at our cucumbers. And oh my God, I love that we could just go to the pool. Lazy summer days. Look at this, whatever. And I'm like, fuck all of that. I'm not doing that. And I don't want to do that. That doesn't feel, and so then I'm like, so I guess I suck, huh? I'm not, mm -hmm. quote unquote, doing summer, right? And then I was like, no, I don't suck. I just have different thoughts. I have different experiences. And there's got to be other people. There's got to be other parents who don't love summer. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard because for a while, especially the beginning of this summer, the first week or so, I was sick. I had some medical stuff going on. So I, I literally, like, I couldn't leave my couch physically let alone I didn't want to mentally mm -hmm. um and it's the first week of summer and it's like oh I wanted to do this and this and this and I see parents like yay summer's began we had our first s'mores tonight in our fire pit which I we have a grill and I haven't even touched our grill in two years in our backyard because it's too fucking hot to be outside to grill yeah. I love a yeah. grill brought I don't want to be outside grilling so I see all of these parents doing all of these things. And then I go, Oh God, I'm already, I'm failing my son already at summer. We're not doing those things. Cause I'm sick. We can't go do those things. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I wouldn't have done those things anyway. And you just realize that so many parents, it's the thing they, we put it out there. You love the summer with your kids. Now there are parents who like admit it and they're like, you know what? I hate it when the kids are gone. It's time for the kids to go back to school, but they still find a way to quote unquote say, and there's no parents out there saying, I hate summer. I want structure. Can we just have school year round? It's easier. I don't know that there aren't parents saying that. True. Absolutely true. I think as that soon as probably... I said that, I was like, that's not true. But it's not what I'm seeing myself. How about sure. that? Sure. Um, it's so interesting that the stuff that you're seeing is all about loving summer and um, the 
you know, fun, lazy pool days or whatever. I don't see any of that shit. I also don't have children. (laughs) Right. And so a lot of my, um, like, I don't, I don't have any like social media friends who are my social media friends because our children know each other. Like, I don't have any of those kinds of contacts. I have plenty of contacts who have children. Um, but I don't see any of that shit. And Mm -hmm. this is so this, this goes into the deeper world of your cultivated social media experience and not even realizing Mm -hmm. some of the stuff that you have cultivated without trying to cultivate it. That's just what is happening. Just like, you know, and, and we talk about this a lot. I know you and I do and stuff is of cultivating like different people of different body sizes and shapes and all of that, which is very important and something that I love doing. And I realized like, I am not seeing in my cultivated, whether it was by choice or, you know, just what happened experience of people like, I don't like summer. This doesn't work well for me, for my mental health, for my emotional well-being, for my child's emotional well-being. We need more structure. We need to have these things to do. And I really want to point out for me personally, it did not work to just say, okay, tomorrow we're going to go to the library story hour. Then we're going to go get lunch here. Then we're going to go to the zoo because guess what? I didn't have to do those things. So when the day came, it's hot. I have to put clothes on. I have to take my kid. I'd rather just lay here and watch this TV show and then read like those things didn't happen because it's not that there's not things that can happen. It's that as a parent for me personally, I wasn't motivated enough to do it because I didn't have to go do it. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So I just was realizing I'm not seeing that in my own little world. And I guess there have to be people who are even in my world who are thinking this and who are feeling this. Mm-hmm. And then they're feeling guilty because if I'm feeling guilty, someone else is feeling guilty. I oh, know this is not my thought a lot. <laughs> I'm thought alone. Yeah. And I just, I just wanted to put it out there that there are moms who hate summer, not because they hate having their kids home, but because it is overwhelming and scary to try and think of like, what do I do? How do I make myself do these things every day? How do I quote unquote, quote unquote, do summer correctly, which all of that's bullshit. There is no correct yeah. way to do it. Well, but it's, it's just you, like, fascinating. There's there's definitely a conversation to be had about the idea of making yourself do stuff. And like, I do not subscribe to the idea that that is the most useful um, methodology anytime. But also when you're thinking about the idea of unstructured time, I think there's a lot of socialization that we receive that kind of puts us at um, a disadvantage for being able to utilize unstructured time because so much of what we do in terms of receiving socialization is rigidly structured. School has a very rigid structure to it. And the purpose of that rigid structure goes back to like, teaching children how to be adults working in factories, essentially from the industrial revolution. And the entire system of education is set up to promote structure. And so then in the summertime, when that structure disappears, I think it's actually really fucking common for people to either completely crash or not know what to do and kind of freak out or just like compare themselves to everybody else, like what you're talking about. 
you know, and you don't actually know what the behind the scenes is of those Instagram stories. You don't actually know what is going on behind all of those social media posts. It's, you know, the highlight reel situation of somebody's life, but because that's what you're seeing and you already have this idea that I don't know how to do summer, that comparison game gets really easy to fall into. Um, 100%, 100%. And I think that it's really interesting to consider unstructured time when part of what you and I have done together was working full-time in the direct sales industry when there was no structure. And part of why you went to work was to have a structure in place because that didn't work well for you. And I think it's actually more common than not for unstructured time to not work well for people, not because it's inherent that it doesn't work for people, but because we are trained in such rigidity of structure that then when we have unstructured time, we don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And and it's something I absolutely knew was something I, I, that's the path I chose. I know there were other paths I could have chosen, but I chose to take, to do structured time for helping me. And I used structured time with like a job outside of the house, that sort of thing. And even this summer as a tool for me in terms of my mental health. And I know that that's not what everybody chooses, but I think it is something that not a lot of people talk about when we're talking about mental health. Mm -hmm. I, I do see a lot of people talking about mental health. And so this goes back to yes, as a parent, but also just as a human, um, like, oh, I have a job and I I go to my job or I don't go to my job or whatever. And now I'm not saying everybody can like, if they have a job, they make themselves go to my job. I am someone that no matter how bad my mental health was, I went to my jobs, always went to my jobs because I had that societal norm of like, you don't go to your job, you're an awful person. Um, I was telling myself I was an awful person about a lot of other things, but yeah. never could I let myself be the awful person who doesn't go to work um, to the point where sometimes I was working when I was like, I had the flu and I was really sick and I shouldn't have been at work because I didn't know how to say I can't work because if I said that it meant it was for some other reason. I mean, it was just this whole long thing. I'm aware of that, but I do think it's really, really awesome to like what you said is to point out that without the structure we don't realize it's the structure that is giving us these thoughts of I'm not doing it right. I'm not, I'm lazy today. I can't enjoy the weekend, whatever. And it's because we don't know how to accept the unstructured time and let that be something for us. And so we talk about rest and we talk about giving yourself that time, self-care and all of that. But I've never noticed someone using those specific words like structured time versus unstructured time, which is essentially what summer is. And that's what I've been talking about. That's what I've been journaling about and like sitting in my thoughts about like this whole summer so far is the concept of that in terms of parenthood, but also in terms of like mental health and caring for my mental health and my child and him growing up with structured versus unstructured time and how I, you know, he, I want him to have both and I want him to feel comfortable in both. For kids, he's like, oh, I just want to do this. I just want to hang out around the house. He just wants the unstructured time. Mm-hmm. And I know how good doing some of the structured things are for him because they stretch him in terms of like growth and all of that. And so it is a bigger, you are correct, it is a bigger concept, obviously, not just motherhood, quote unquote, in the summer. Well, and but there's I- like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say who this person is in order to like not 
um, tell somebody else's story, but there's somebody in my life who I love very dearly, who um, absolutely thrived in the conditions set out by the military because there was such structure to it. And then when deployment was over and, you know, whatever else was ended and this person was no longer in the military, just absolutely crashed. Now there are several things that go into that too. Like the, the actual job that they were doing and like some PTSD and like all of this stuff, but there was something very specific about the structure that was so helpful for this person that then without it, it was such an extreme cutoff that there was a lot of challenge to life that could have been mitigated um, with still having some of that structure available or with being taught how to navigate a life without that kind of structure. Look at that brain explosion I just had, because yes, that is exactly why I struggled after college, Mm -hmm. school, college, graduate from college. Yes. Graduated and free. Never mind the fact that I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. I literally couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. because there was no place I had to be at a time. I didn't have to to sign up for certain classes. I didn't have a deadline for that. I didn't have this. And so it was like, yeah, okay, go find a job. Great. But even then there was not, there are so many jobs to, I mean, all of that. And I, I never knew at the time, but at the time I also had yet to like have any type of treatment for depression, anxiety or anything, but you are absolutely right. That idea of structure is not talked about. I feel in my world enough in terms of having so much structure for so long and then leaving it. Mm -hmm. So even just 13 years of school, four years of college, leaving it hard military structure. I can't even imagine, but I, I can understand how that would be probably incredibly hard for some people, whereas there's other people who would thrive. Mm-hmm. So same thing with school. And I know a lot of people talk about too, the only reason quote unquote, we're taught to love summer is because we didn't have school. So it was like freedom, mm-hmm. but nobody really loves the heat or whatever. And there are people who love the heat and people who hate the heat. I get it. I get it. Um, but I think that is just a greater conversation to be had of that. It's not just about quote unquote summer. It's about structure versus lack thereof and how some people have a choice and they can choose structured or unstructured, but other people don't have a choice necessarily, or they don't realize they have a choice Mm -hmm. and they don't realize that because they are. uh, Yeah. I'm, Oh, there's just a lot right there that I really, I love that, that thought process to really examine kind of where that all could go for a lot of people, just giving people the awareness of choice and structure. Yeah. And one of the things that, one of the things that I have found um, over the course of my however fucking many years in like entrepreneurship is that a lot of people think that they want to run a business and they want to do so full time, but it becomes really overwhelming to not have some sort of external structure that exists. And so they don't end up doing what they want to do in their business because of that overwhelm of unstructured time of not knowing what to do at any given moment. And there, there's a lot that we can, that we can work on with regard to like, what do you want your day to look like? We can work out a a schedule. We can work out the calendaring system. We can work out 
what kind of mechanisms you need in order to thrive. We can work out what self-trust means to actually hold yourself accountable to doing the things without it being punitive and weaponizing anything against yourself. We can work out all kinds of that stuff in terms of mindset, but like mindset is not the only thing. The systems that we live in are set up in a very particular way. And the system that we go through in education trains us for external structures. And when that is taken away, either with graduation or getting out of the military, or you quit your job to run your business, and there's not an external set of structures, it can be extremely overwhelming. And I've I've had, God, I can't even tell you how many people over the last couple of decades I have seen try to start a business absolutely like beat themselves up for not being able to and then they get a job and things are great their business starts to flourish because they have some sort of external thing that's navigating their time for them And of course, we can thought work our way around that. But also the system is set up to fucking train us for that. So you can also support yourself in that way. Having that awareness um, to know, okay, is that is that something you is that what you want for yourself? Do you want to choose to keep this or do you want to make a choice? And, you know, but but letting people recognize that you do have that option too, to sit within that and having that option, because it's like you've talked about, it's not, it doesn't have to be, or it can be, and you can have both things if you are choosing to do it. But just knowing that that's a thing that's even out there, um, that awareness is so important. Well, and that it doesn't make you a failure if you don't understand how yeah. to deal with unstructured time. If unstructured time is overwhelming to you, if unstructured time leaves you like totally freaking out or completely fucking exhausted because you've been running yourself into the ground because that's also how our systems are set up. You know, I mean, there is there is no reason to weaponize your response to unstructured time against yourself. That's only going to make it worse. And we talk about, like you mentioned, we talk about the idea of needing rest, but like nobody fucking knows what rest means because we get a little bit of time to do that. And it's like, well, what do I do? I don't know. Uh, uh, What is rest? What does rest even feel like? What does that mean? I don't know. I got to be doing something Uh, like, and it, it's not useful. Being a human is hard. Being a human is hard. And just in a a coaching session I had last week, had that discussion of just sometimes you just need someone to say, this is a human experience. Yeah. And I see you in that. And so I guess what I really want to say is if you struggle with unstructured summer, that's a human experience. And I see you in that. Yeah. I see that. I see you. Yeah. And I, I mean... I don't have any sort of reference point for what it means to be a parent in the summer, but I can imagine it's pretty fucking challenging to have your own experience while also trying to mitigate your child's experience or navigate how to help them through it. And perhaps like you were mentioning for your son, he doesn't 
actually want structure at all. And he's just like, I want to do what I want to do. And like unstructured time is what he's craving. I honestly, I mean, I think that unstructured time is what we are all always craving. We just are trained out of it. Um, and if we had enough time out of a structure, we would figure it out for ourselves. But like, that also takes like community and it takes so much that none of our yeah. systems are really set up to support two um, months when you're 10 years old, it's not going to give yeah. you the time to do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And yeah, when you're right? fucking 40 and raising a child and like, have it like, uh, then you're so in, it's so ingrained, you know, but, um, yeah, I can't imagine having that double layer there of like, dealing with your own response to the lack of structure and then also having children around dealing with the lack of structure. That's yeah. That's a whole other layer that I can't, I can't even wrap my head around <laughs> what that means. <laughs> what do you, what do you find is, I know you said that you've got your work schedule. So you're doing a couple of hours a day. And you've got some classes that your son has signed up for. So um, he's doing that. But what else do you find to be helpful in terms of supporting yourself through this now that you're kind of starting to recognize it? Um, first of all, utilizing my um, tools that I have, my life coaches, plural, because sometimes you need more than one. Um, my... Um, all of the different things I do for anti-stress, I do them still in the summer, even though I have a very looser, unstructured schedule. Because guess what? Just because what I found as well is just because you have less time you're doing things or more things that are quote unquote fun social does not mean the stress is not there for people yeah. who have inherent stress in their bodies. So oh. all of the different things I do for anti-stress um, making sure I'm continuing to do those just because it's quote unquote summer doesn't mean I'm not going to do them. Um, but I'm also just doing my best at the things that once again, I don't have as much time for when I have more structured time. So really is reading the books, but not forcing myself to read the books because it's summer. I have to read the books, mm -hmm. reading the books because I want to read the books, going to the library and picking out the novels that I want to read and, reminding myself as I do at other times sitting on the couch and reading a book with my dog on my lap is doing something no matter how structured or unstructured my time may be. Um, so that awareness is, is kind of where I've been sitting at it and in, in it this summer and it can be such a beautiful thing. And I just really love that I can be aware that I don't have my kids barefoot in the backyard playing in the garden and loving summer. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's also, like, okay. I don't think, I don't think very many people actually love summer as much as maybe it's presenting itself in your social feeds. <laughs> Listen, I'm 100% sure that is true as well, but also reminding people that that's a thing too, you know, like all of that is a thing. But like, if I, if I really think about it, like, you just went to the Amelia Earhart Museums, too, right? Two of them? Yes. Mm -hmm. In Atchison, Kansas. Yeah. Amazing museums. And, like, 
that could be something that posting about somebody might be like, oh man, I wish that we would go places in the summer and like, you know. And you know what? Valid because uh, we went to three museums last weekend and people were like, oh, you packed a lot of fun to the weekend. And I was like, well, we just were trying to do things that we're not outside because we don't like to be hot. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. I mean, and I think that when it's it's so common it's so common that when we see something that somebody else is doing and it's different from what we're doing we think their way is better but there i promise you are people who are looking at your social feed and thinking that about you as well good because that's my that's my goal (laughs) (laughs) just kidding but like what that means is that neither is true You're doing summer your way. They're doing summer their way. And like, listen, barefoot in a garden is not where I ever want to be. Like, I don't. hmm. (laughs) I love our native garden. I love our herb garden, but I do not want to be barefoot in them. There is pokey stuff. That's going to hurt my feet. No, thank you. (laughs) I could see the appeal because growing up on a farm, I was barefoot a lot in the summer outside but it was mostly just because I didn't want to walk back to the back of the house where my shoes were. So I just went outside barefoot to do the thing I was going to do. So I get it. It's not for her now. It's fine. (laughs) And I think that's just the most important thing is just to continue to remind people that like we all can do it whichever way it works for us and having that awareness. So important. Yeah. And comparing yourself to what, what you are interpreting someone else's experience as is never actually comparing reality to reality. Never. Because you have amazing shit happening. You are having a great time in the summer going to museums and doing indoor things while someone else may be having a great time in the garden or maybe yelling at their kids and frustrated to all hell in the garden because it is hot as fuck outside and hot makes them angry. This is just what I would be doing. Um, and, you know, <laughs> posting a picture because there was a cute moment. But, like, you don't actually know. And it's not reality to reality. It's your interpretation of what you're seeing. And that interpretation and that lens and that comparison also disregards the fun stuff that you're doing. And also what I'm gathering is that any little experience you have is basically part of the greater human experience. And you just explained, you just described every single uh, situation where you do something and someone else does it. And via social media, it feels different, but it's probably closer to the same than different because we're all humans. Yeah, So basically it's all the same and different. And that's all, all of it. Yeah, there's subtle nuance that's different. There are details that are different, but like we all have pleasant experiences and not so pleasant experiences. And dealing with unstructured time is something that we are literally trained to not know how to do. Yep. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, society is set up in very peculiar ways that don't necessarily support fully experiencing humanity. And I don't know that that's necessarily a global truth, but where we are, it certainly is. For sure. For sure. And that, you know, kind of sucks. And also, if we know that, then we can 
offer ourselves a little bit of support and allowing ourselves more access to our humanity um, just by having that knowledge and awareness. 100%. I'm so glad there are amazing people like you willing to experience those truths and let other people share those truths and, um, you know, just like you do with your reclamation and your reclamation weekend and all of that is just putting all that out there and letting people know, like dismantling some of these ideas and just letting all of the ideas that people have exist is so important. Yeah. So important. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the systems that we live in are extremely dehumanizing. And so bringing ourselves back to humanity especially when we can do so in community that's because like so much so much of what we experience is isolation in so many ways and so when we can bring ourselves back to our humanity and do so in community i think it amplifies that humanity a little bit because we get to see it in other people right we get to see the truth in other people instead of the highlight reel in other people and then notice, oh, wow, look at how this is so similar. Look at yeah. how the experience of being human is so similar to mine. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for a lovely conversation. Lovely. Well, thank oh. you for allowing me to, you know, give you the information you never knew about social media. That was brand new information. Brand new. <laughs> Reclaiming definitions for business, entrepreneurship, and success that aren't dripping with oppression. Redefining identities that aren't based on the cis-heteronormative white supremacist patriarchy we find ourselves living in. That's what I'm doing for myself, what I've helped thousands of other women do, and what I'm here to help you do. If you're into it, there are two ways to currently work with me. One, for business and sales, I offer a program called Selling You. It's a lifetime membership jam-packed with value. Sales and systems training to build a financially and energetically sustainable business with practical application, weekly coaching, and a shitload of community support. Plus the option to upgrade into more of a mastermind-esque pathway with both virtual and in-person celebratory retreats. Though truly I hate the word mastermind, but it's what's culturally understood. And number two, society tries to shove us into boxes, which means we often forget pieces of ourselves, of our core truths, and that can lead to a place where we no longer recognize parts of us. The Rexy Collective, my low-cost community, and Reclamation, my weekend retreats and deeper dive coaching, are designed to help you remember who the fuck you are and reclaim those pieces, because your truth was never meant to be shoved in a box. I also reserve a handful of one-to-one -one coaching spots for which I currently have a wait list to be the first to know when my next one-to-one -one spot opens up and get the inside scoop for everything I offer. Check out the details at kellylynnjewel.com. You can sign up for my email list there too. I'd love to sprinkle delight into your inbox, but only with your consent, of course. Follow me on all the socials at kelly.lynn.jewel. I'm having tons of fun with TikTok right now, but have an everlasting love affair with Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You know, the main places. 
And hey, if you like what you're hearing here on the pod, rate, review, and tell a friend.